What's happening, man? Jason Lobdell, Mr. Two Weeks Out, and I'm in the pot, Miss my partner, Parlay, man. Hey, Parlay. Meet me at the partner. <laughs> Yo. You already know, this your boy Parlay, live from Digital House Studio. And we in the apartment with Parlay. Meet me in the apartments. Listen, I love my city, ATL. And then like it, and then like it. We get it popping all facets. Movies, entertainment, sports. Don't say nothing about the fabric. You better not. Not even in your mind. You know what I'm saying? But only thing I love more than my city is the west side of my city. Shout out to Bankhead. Long little suave. Rest easy. Shout out low. Rest easy. We fly. A.K.A. Buddy. Listen. This city is a city that if you have enough ambition to, to, to keep them wheels dr driving, you'll be successful here. Whatever you want to do, you'll be successful here. Not just one thing. Somebody had a few things. You know what I'm saying? I think Atlanta, we the land of opportunity. You know what I'm saying? We is the place that you come to. When you're trying to aspire to be whatever you want to be, you come to Atlanta. And if you can't become that, Atlanta will definitely give you your, your kickstart. You know what I'm saying? And through that network, with so many people in Atlanta, from here, and people who are not from here, it's a great networking tool. You know what I'm saying? And if you get a chance to get in here, you're going to meet a lot of people. And this relationship will take you to this relationship. This relationship going to take you to this relationship. And if you're thorough, if you're authentic, and you're real, I promise that you're going to skyrocket. You know what I'm saying? My next guest is a person that I've been seeing forever. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about when, I'm talking about when, and a lot of y'all don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to take it back. I'm talking about like when Visions was up, 112 was up, when parties was parties, before, before, before Ray and the Buckhead thing. You know what I'm saying? When we used to... All night on Peach Street. Then when Peach Street closed down, we go to the after party, after party in the hood at 6, 7 in the morning, leaving there at 10. You know what I'm saying? See, y'all know about going to the after party at 3, 4, leaving at 8. You know, we know about going that motherfucker at 7, 8 in the morning and leaving at noon, 11 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about back then. I done seen him do that promotion. I done seen him get into fitness. I done seen him get into real estate, trucking, the business. I know more people who know him now for his business like mine than anything else. And and I just it's a it's a pleasure for him to be on my platform. Uh, when I was on my fitness journey, you know what I'm saying? Just not too uh, a few months ago, trying to get right for tour. You know what I'm saying? My dog like, pull up, dog. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gave me that. I'm about when I told you that kickstart, kickstart every day on me. My wife up there, he on her, you know what I'm saying? Got me, you know what I'm saying? I'm Feeling all right, you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm telling you what, tell you what made me smile to my dog hit me and said, damn, bro, you, been, you still been in the chill? I'm like, oh, I'm keeping it up. You know what I'm saying? I don't welcome my homie to the show, Jason, a.k.a. Mr. Two Weeks Out. Appreciate you being here, man. Appreciate that, dog. Appreciate that. Appreciate you being here, dog. Appreciate you being here, dog. Appreciate you being here. Listen, man, your journey has been a hell of a fucking journey to watch, to be inspired by, Street standpoint, entrepreneur standpoint, business standpoint, relationship standpoint. Like, when, when, like, in my mind, when I think of like, we're around the niggas, you know what I'm saying? I think of you, one of the people that I think about. Like, niggas who still gonna be there, they still over here, they still doing it, they still have the business, they still the person who they are. Never change. I mean, no, you never change, never change the way you act. All the shit you've been on, mm -hmm. you've been on it. 
Even even before this shit got colossal like it is now, you've been on that shit. You just see the just see the rise. Cause you can be who you are and still be able to get you some money and still be have high integrity and still be real. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't think that. A lot of people think that, especially niggas like us, you know, a lot of niggas that we know we deal with, they think that you have to change to suit and tie yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to really be successful in this, they don't understand. They don't take they don't take them step them steps and risks. You know what I'm saying? To say I'm gonna bet on myself. But but you'll you'll call Amigo and you'll go to Texas and meet Amigo that you never met before take him a hundred thousand. That's fact. That's a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like take the same chance in business. So let's do this. I always feel like when you understand who a person is, what they've been through, things they overcame. It tells you a lot about them, and it helps you to understand who they are today. So when you understand their business and everything they're doing and how they're doing it, you kind of understand a little more. So it means a little more instead of you just watching somebody. You see what I'm saying? I always feel like your story plays a major part into your per the perception of the way people look at you. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of people always like to promote the highlights. You know what I'm saying? But it's a lot of people who want to see how did you get to them? How, like, where you came from? And I think them be the most successful stories. So let's start our way back to you, know, where you from, where you grew up at. So I'm from upstate New York originally, um, Syracuse, New York. Um, shit, man, Section 8, baby. You know what I'm saying? My mama pushing the, the stroller in the snow to the bus stop. You know what I'm saying? We riding the city bus, cross town, all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, badass kid, father in prison for murder. You know what I'm saying? Like, the same... Beginning as everybody else that, that, you know, came from shit, you know what I'm saying, came from the mud. So, you know, I like to lead with that. A lot of folks see me on Instagram and shit, and they see what they see. I'm like, boy, I came from the same bullshit the next man has, you know what I'm saying? So um, my mom remarried, moved us to Atlanta, and I actually moved to College Park first. Um, and then I ended up venturing out to uh, Decatur, Ellenwood, you know what I'm saying? So... Um, I've been in Atlanta since middle school, so this home, you know what I'm saying, really the end of my elementary school, but this home. Yeah, you know, you're from Atlanta. You know I keep so, telling everybody, I keep telling everybody that, listen, we the, Atlanta the only place that can do this. We the only place that can adopt you, and you ain't from where you're from no more. Atlanta, listen, <laughs> we the only city that can do that. I tell people I'm from New York, they're like, nigga, where? Like, <laughs> why stop? You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, shit, yeah, that's where I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm from. But, you know, um... Being from New York, you know what I'm saying, at an early age, you ever hear people say like that New York state of mind, you know what I'm saying, that grind. When I was a little kid, my daddy was like, man, I think we're the first millionaire in the family. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the trash can picking up uh, cans, you know, recycling cans and shit. You know, we stealing shit, reselling it. You know, we just doing every, we hustling and busting. But I'm talking about this elementary school. You know hmm. what I'm saying? So you've been on it ever since, since man, the listen, little one. Listen, man, I've been, I, I told a nigga um, at my last conference, I said, the first time I got put in handcuffs, the handcuffs ain't even fit my little wrist, right? Nigga took me home like this. Nigga. Which, hold on, hold on, hold on, time out. <laughs> Straight up. What the fuck you do? What the fuck we was doing? Stealing shit? Stealing? Just stealing shit. He got shit. caught. It, it, but it, I was a serial still. Like, nigga, don't you bring your ass up. And they couldn't really catch us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we got caught this time. You know what I'm saying? So that was like the first time. Shit, first and second time. Stealing shit. Um, but again, like I said, before I made it out of elementary school, I was in handcuffs again. You know what I'm saying? But that type of kid, badass kid, you know what I'm saying? Um, Boulder Crest. Um, matter of fact, Piggly Wiggly on Boulder Crest. The fucking Piggly stealing, Wiggly. Got caught stealing blunts, you know what I'm saying? With somebody. How are you old, dog? They was about 11, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't even smoked. These niggas smoked. 
But I was just with my niggas, you know what I'm saying? Still, we still in blunts, you know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> that's what it was. But like I say, early, early on, the hustling and bustling shit um, just turned into me being wiser and me being smarter. And I just started my entrepreneur journey real, real early. Like literally, I, um, my first play was I was cutting grass and shit, right? And I had a bunch of money saved up from cutting grass. And one of my homeboys was getting ready to move at the end of the summer. He had a job with a man in the neighborhood. And I was like, man, this shit going to be up for grass when this nigga leave. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, bruh, I need you to introduce me to Neil. He's like, look, man, Neil going to pick who he want. I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, how many more weeks you got? Nigga said eight weeks. I said, how much you get paid a week? $100. I was like, $800. I'm like, man, you might as well let me pay you that $800 now and beat it. You know what I'm saying? Nigga did the math on that shit and was like, all right, all right. So nigga sold me the job. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Gave the nigga 800, he beat it, and I knew I was gonna have that job for the next two years or whatever, but it was just consistent money. But that was like my first play. I ain't give him the whole 800, I gave him like 600, but still, I bought the nigga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> bought the nigga job, finessed him a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Put that 600 in his face, and I was like, shit, I just got six weeks in the hole, and I'm back, you know, I'm in the red, I mean, I'm in the green. So that was like my first play um, working at MS Carry. I was got a little janitor and shit, eighth grade. Um, but after that, man, that's when me and Shanard really, like, high school, we start throwing these parties and shit, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get into that, but that's when, you know, a nigga went from that, you know, making little plays like that, to going up in these clubs with these, these Jewish motherfuckers and negotiating, you know what I'm saying? We 17, 18, sitting at the big boy table like, nah, nigga, we got cash, you know what I'm saying? We ain't doing the bar guarantee, we ain't doing none of that shit, nigga, we got our cash, you know what I'm saying? So... We always just been on that on that money train, you know what I'm saying? And that shit, you know, niggas wasn't rich back then, but we was getting paper for some young niggas, you know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. Uh, and like you say, that shit just carried on, you know what I'm saying? So doing boom. So now, high school, what high school you went to? Cedar Grove. Cedar Grove. Yeah. Shout out to Cedar Grove, man. Come on. Man. Cedar, listen, Cedar Grove is the Cedar, Cedar Grove is the prestige gangster project, gangster school on the east Come side. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, <laughs> that's man. A, that's a prestige gangster, all the street, all the hood. And we're going to talk about some gangster <laughs> shit, too. Because I, I seen something recently in your damn bio, and I was like, I think I seen Rip in your shit. Yeah. Come on, man. Rip, high speed chase in high school, all that. We're going to talk about all that shit, man. But yeah, Rip was... They were bad as hell too. Of course. He was yeah, no, he, see, he be want to play and they're like, nah. man, you know how it's yeah, yeah, going. Nah, yeah. That nigga was terrible, but that nigga was getting to some money. Wait, like, same niggas. Same niggas who was working hard back then, taking chances and all that shit. Same niggas I see now. We salute each other. You know nah, for real. So boom, you're in high school, you didn't see the grow. You still got you got the job at the but that you got from home still, right? I got a whole nother job. I, got, I don't I, we, I'm at Fletcher's now. Oh yeah, Fletcher. Yeah, we I'm in that bitch selling selling uh chicken wings and cocaine. You know what I'm saying? We had the back door. Whatever you want, nigga. And Fletcher. Yeah, that motherfucker. Fletcher. What? Ooh, shout what? out to Fletcher, man. Shout out to motherfucker Fletcher. So in high school doing. Mm-hmm. And when did when did you and Shanard link up? So me and Shanard have been friends since middle school, but it wasn't until like senior year of high school when we kinda linked. You know what I'm saying? And then um it was really like the summer after high school. And we started getting, like, money, money. You know who, who, who else went to y'all high school? So it's so crazy because I always tell the story, like, nigga, me and Rip, right, he throwing parties. We, you know, he, his little brother throwing parties, actually, but he in the mix and shit. He screamed manager, screamed went to school with us, screamed the DJ, little Scrappy go to school with us. 
Nigga, right after that, crime mob, they the little niggas. We got them passing out flyers for the parties and shit. Like, so it was, and Gucci went there for a second. Um, yeah, man, scream. And this scream. is the time when Atlanta really start becoming Atlanta. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's a fact. Oh, no, that's like, yeah, that's we, you know what? Well, how many, well, there's a house down there. Listen, like that. Yeah. Like that. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, we was young niggas, though. You got to think, if we 17, Scrappy two years behind me, he 15. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, after the next few years and shit, like I said, when we get older, now if we get like 19 or whatever, um, Crime Mob, they enter high school. They got the song, Knuckle You Buck and shit. And it's like, like Scrappy got discovered at my party. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. Okay, look, okay. Hi. Yeah. That was your party at Scrappy because Scrappy Absolutely. was, I interviewed Scrappy. He talked about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was your party. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Hell yeah. So, nigga, I moved Scrappy out of Mama D house with my daddy pickup truck. Like, we that far back. You know what I'm saying? We that far deep and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, the nigga Vince from BME, mm -hmm. scouting and shit. You know what I'm saying? Came to the club. Now, mind you, this is never, ever, ever, ever. Don P, like, mm -hmm. we were talking about the fights with Yeah. Don P and my partner, like all of this shit happening at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Nucky Buck, um, never ever, um, shit, not Nucky Buck, um, Nucky Buck came after that, but never ever in um, Headbuster, Most like that shit going on at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Archie Eversole, he and that bitch with us. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to him. Um, That's easy. Nigga, Pastor Troy, we yeah. on the road with this nigga hitting the colleges. We in high school. On the road with Pastor Troy, we booking parties and shit. You know what I'm saying? We on flights and shit. I got all these videos. We're going to do a documentary on Shannard, all that shit. You know, we got all the footage, all the videos. Yeah, been documenting. Been documenting. I'm talking about big-ass camera on my shoulder. That type shit. Jumping on an airplane with that shit. But, um, yeah, man, I got all the footage and shit, man. But um, that time, niggas was really grinding. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, for sure. Really, really, niggas really had to put your CD. Like, it's, and this is another thing I never told nobody. Nigga, I had a record company at 19 years old. What was the name of it? Private Star with Scotty ATL. Mm. Scotty, then Scotty ATL had a record company together. You know what wow. I'm saying? Like, niggas don't even know that. Like, my partner. And we at the mall, nigga, playing the music. And that nigga snapping. I'm talking about snapping so goddamn hard. Niggas is really walking up like, shit, let me get, let me get one of them. Like, let me get one of them. We at the mall with the motherfucking music, playing that shit. And we hustling and grinding and we putting flyers. You know, private star records, we putting flyers on cars and shit like that. Getting niggas to the party just to showcase the talent. You know what I'm saying? So, we come from that club. You know what I'm saying? That was the grind. Cause that's when you yeah. wanted to grind. Like, you wanted to, hey, nah, boy, they did a thousand. We can do 5,000 posters. We can do 10,000 flyers. We can do 15,000 CDs. Look, nigga, we 19 getting shuttle buses coming from the AUC all the way down. You know what I'm saying? Mm. $10 get you a ride there and admission. You know what I'm saying? We getting the shuttle buses for $500. And two of them, two fifty. You know what I'm saying? Going back and forth, man. One one pickup and one drop off, but everybody, the whole parking lot full. You know what I'm saying? Shit, no. Man, we doing all that shit, man. Just being innovative, and I'm sure everybody was doing this shit, but we ain't seen no niggas doing this. We just like, how the fuck we gonna get all them niggas down here? We went on Covington Highway, nigga with these little bus company for the churches and shit. Put that paper in his face. You know what I'm saying? And oh, you know it, nigga. We doing shuttles from the AUC all the way to the east side. Damn. That shit. But, um, man, we just always been using our tool, man. You know what I'm saying? We really just been trying to think. That nigga Shannard was a fucking think tank. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Nigga, we at the house. He rest easy at that much. Yeah, man, rest yeah. easy, dog. Rest nah, easy, man. Nah, man. Well, that's, that nigga was a mastermind behind this shit. You know what I'm saying? Cooler. That you cool as shit, too, dog. Cool as a motherfucker, man. How the fuck did y'all get in the motherfucking club bit room with, with the Jews? So, really, Shannar, he had an uncle who was, like, opening up little spots and shit, like Nike Pavilion. Of course, yeah. Everybody knows Nike Pavilion. Nike Pavilion. You know what I'm saying? This one, we was like 11th grade type shit. And um, just sitting in on meetings and understanding the business and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like I say, he saved up his money. I saved up my money. And we let that nigga talk. You know what I'm saying? He going there and we're like, look, man, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing this. We ain't doing that. We got our own security. We got we got our own officers, all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really going in there like, nigga, you going to make this much money for four hours. Let's get it. And we scout clubs. We go to a club. That's why we like made shit up. Like Mama's Country Prime Time was Prime Time. Of course, it wasn't fucking just Prime Time. We made it Prime Time. Nigga, that shit was Mama's Country Prime Time. Yeah, nigga, we're doing Thursday riding bulls, white girls. Yeah, all it was a country. Like, I used to have country shit from. Yeah, what I'm saying. So yeah. we went in that motherfucker and was like, damn, they ain't doing shit on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. So we went in that. We it wasn't really open like, like that at all, at all. But that was our gift. Our gift was sitting on clubs. Like nigga, when niggas out partying and shit, nigga, we riding around looking for venues. To get into, we walking that bitch by, but it's dead as hell in here. It's cold as a motherfucker. I mean, you gonna make some money, nigga? You know what I'm saying? You gonna make some paper? And that's how we just, you know, kept going up, kept going up. And we end up getting some help. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to RJ, uh, Thomas. Um, when you, when we start making enough noise, we needed like a front man. We need a grown nigga to be our mouthpiece at a certain point. When we got the, that's how the club 112. Nigga 112, you gotta be 21 in that bitch. We 19 running that motherfucker. 20. Sasha out the Darte 6'9, you know what I'm saying? But them niggas like, man, them young niggas got the juice. You know what I'm saying? Them young niggas know everybody. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So What was y'all yeah. first? What was the give me the give me the this was our first club. We got then we got this club. Let everybody know the club that y'all start okay. putting together. So this go back to one of your guests that you had on this motherfucker who snitched on me to my yeah. Uh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> nigga Jack Thriller punk ass. <laughs> told on me to my we used to strip. Shanar was with us too. Since, 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 Shanar was with us too. Shanar was right there. So, you know, we was got there dancing. And, and, and mind you, this is Atlanta. This is old Atlanta. So niggas used to dance, tick, like dancing yeah. was like a thing. You know what I'm saying? So as we coming up, the niggas that we see that's getting papers like the dancing niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We in shape. We football niggas and shit. So we was started off doing that like at the colleges and shit. We was like, man, we need to do this shit in our own city. We grown motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So... Long story short, our first party was a male review. We graduated now. Me and Shannon and that bitch, we dancing, the nigga paying us $200. And we like, niggas, 2,000 motherfuckers in here who paid $20. We like, shit, the nigga giving us two, two, two. He gave five niggas $200. He like, nigga giving us 1,000. This nigga made goddamn 20,000. Hell no. So, we goddamn printing up some flyers. There we go. <laughs> nigga, and we had our, our first party, we took them same five niggas, paid them more money. You know what I'm saying? And we just had a party. You know what I'm saying? First party was at Hollywood. I forgot what that shit called now. But it's like across the street from um, Brian's time. But that was our first party, male review. Everybody was in that male and female review. Young niggas want to see naked motherfuckers. Girls want to see niggas. You know what I'm saying? So we did that male review, and that shit lasted the whole summer. You know what I'm saying? Shit, man. Um, the whole summer. Piped that bitch up. Um, and then from there, we moved on. We just kept elevating. Um, our, our, our biggest lick was called was the aquarium in the same plaza as the atrium. Mm -hmm. And this one we like, this one I'm thinking I'm gonna be a millionaire. 
this is my first time. Like I remember that. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, we we made we one one night we made like twenty thousand dollars. People start going to the intro. Yeah, yeah. I remember this. Come on, man. I like, used to pull up over there. Yeah, yeah. That was us. We mm-hmm. moved from the aquarium to the atrium. You know what I'm saying? But that plaza, nigga, we own that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, we made $20,000 one night. I did a math on that shit. I was like, damn. Yeah, damn. Y'all booked up a few times with that bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember one time we was in that motherfucker, somebody filling the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas always fuck that motherfucker. Yep. But yeah, man, we done did all the video. Like, and we had that bitch during the daytime. Like, niggas wanted to rent that motherfucker out for videos and shit like that, nigga. They ain't come through us. You know what I'm saying? And mm. we went to the big old, like the old man name. But, um, yeah, man, we just always was doing business. You know what I'm saying? Always trying to find a way to do some legitimate business. You know what I'm saying? Like, we used to do some bullshit early on. You know what I'm saying? But it got to a point where we was doing some good, solid business. You know what I'm saying? And when I say bullshit, I'm talking about the cocaine and the, I'm talking about the dog yeah, shit. Yeah, the hood yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, the shit. The shit you got to go through yeah. as a young nigga to find out what you, what you want to do. That's it. You know what I'm saying? As far as the, the business, we always did good business. Always. Boom. So y'all, one twelve, prime time. Yep. Fucking atrium. Man. Uh. Well, Miami. Whatever the fuck this nigga um Thomas owned, nigga, we was on it. You know, we was throwing parties at the uh, at the Mirage too. I remember um, the Mirage. Throwing parties at the Mirage. Um, and through through the parties and shit, that's how I linked with BMF. You know what I'm saying? Like Meech had a point where he wanted to do BMF Entertainment. He wanted to clean shit up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of eyes on us and shit, and we got everybody in there. We put out anything, and shit gonna go, you know what I'm saying? So, do a little scrappy, me and Meech, like I said, me and Meech, but us and Meech, H&IC and BMF, we do a little scrappy's 21st birthday party, you know what I'm saying? And, um, man, we got the, got the videos, all that shit, too, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's when I formed a relationship with him, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm, when I when I be talking to BMF shit, I be wanting niggas to know, nigga, I was the lowest man on the totem pole, I wasn't selling no bricks, nigga. I ain't have no flashy car, none of that shit. I'm putting flyers on cars. I'm doing entertainment I'm, work, nigga. I'm, I'm a club doing, promoter, yeah, nigga. I'm doing that shit. And then, nigga, I graduated to the A&R, BMF. Like, I'm at Juice House in the, in the basement, R.I.P. to Juice. R.I.P. Juice, man. I'm, this when we niggas sending CDs in, nigga. I got headphones on. I'm down in her basement just listening to goddamn CDs all day. You know what I'm saying? Just listening to CDs and putting shit to the side that I like, shit to the side I don't like. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like I say, that's how that relationship started with him. Um... And I got a couple good things out of that, man. Like, me being a sm- the, the, the littlest nigga, you know what I'm saying? But I go in the club, I'm standing on the same couch as these niggas standing on. I got the same bottles these niggas got, you know what I'm saying? So I always kept that in the back of my mind. Like, when I'm in the club, you don't know who the boss Me and my niggas, we all look the same, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I got that shit from the biggest boss, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, you know, I, I got a lot out of that situation. And, um, you know, every now and then I might post a letter he sent me and shit like that, let niggas know what's going on. But, um... Yeah, that shit was really like a working relationship, man. And um, I'm going to tell you one crazy thing. I'm listening to this uh, song, right? And this nigga sent his CD, and it got it got his YouTube information on it and shit, right? That nigga had this song called Booty Meat. <laughs> and I'm looking at the shit, and I'm like, I know this ain't us, but nigga, this little motherfucker had all these views, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga going stupid. I'm like, bro, we can grab this nigga. This nigga like 17... These views, this shit, this the new wave. I'm telling Juice this shit, you know what I'm saying? Telling me, like, telling them this shit. Meech Mama was involved, too. But um, they're like, man, that ain't my, you know, that ain't what we on. Man, this nigga, very next song was, Yo, doom, 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 soldier. Out of here. Out of here. But I'm like, nigga, I 
had that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Told y'all to sign this Told nigga. Told y'all to sign this nigga. That shit would have changed everything. Everything. That shit would have changed everything. That shit changed everything, bro. Because we had the paper. I heard goddamn Collin Park sign a nigga for a Chrysler 300 and some, and some chump change. But um, but that's true or not, I don't know. But that's just something that we was trying to do. And I'm always tell that story like, man. Damn, y'all supposed to sign soldier, bro. God damn. I'd have, been, I'd have been out of here too. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, what club? What club was you at when Gucci pulled up on you? Okay, so we had prime time, and um, we had the front door and shit. Shouts out to Ed Watson and uh, Skinner. You know what I'm saying? That, them niggas come from the lineage of the. Uh, well, this back then it was like AG Entertainment, but this when uh, Abe start kind of venturing off. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He had the live remote and all that, so we crunk up prime time and shit lit. This is where everybody come, you know what I'm saying? And Gucci, like I say, Gucci from the neighborhood and shit. So, um, nigga just came with that bitch one day, like damn, they out of breath. What? Well, I just did that Black Cheek remix, nigga. Guess who on that motherfucker? I said, who on that motherfucker? Everybody on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> everybody on that motherfucker. I'm like, what? Nigga, let go. Give me that shit. When the club played that shit, I'm like, everybody on this motherfucker. Everybody but was nigga, just being around real. you so much, nigga, I ain't even put them shit. I ain't even put that shit together until I stepped foot in the motherfucker. Like, damn, I can't say that this shit. Yeah, now I'm the crazy. The crazy part about that is like, when I heard that shit, I was like, cause you gotta think at that time, yeah, screws. Yeah, yeah. the motherfucker. And I was like, I heard. I was like, I'm finna diss everybody on this song. Come on. I was like, damn, my little bud. Yeah, 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 all that. Out. Then Scrappy took his shot. You gotta think it was a lot going on at that time. For sure. It was a lot going on at that time. You know For what sure. I'm saying? I like that's some that's some hell of a shit. Like mm -hmm. that just shows the history of what was going on in Atlanta at this time. You know how they say they was having freestyle ciphers and it was Biggie and Buster yeah, yeah. Rhyme and Nas mm -hmm. and, and Tupac was in the house. Like in Atlanta. These times are the times of if everybody's who's look at everybody now. Yeah, who's around all these people brushing these shoulders, rubbing that's these elbows, that's going through the like this shit is this shit is history, dog. Now, this is a lot of history. Hey, bro, you know, you know what I'm saying? One of the little niggas used to grab the mic, saw how the prince. You know what I'm saying? Like he saw how the prince. Went to read that. Nigga was part of niggas in the backseat with us type shit. Like mm. but it's just so much like I can't even think of the niggas who was but even like before that, the year before that and shit. Well, two years before that or whenever when we like first got really cracking, when Archie dropped We Ready, nigga, Troy, I nigga. So nigga, we we both in the club, these niggas mugging each other, you know what I'm saying? Talking shit, like crews on each other back, cause they both got we ready. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like it was that tight, like I say, but it wasn't no social media, it wasn't no, you know what I'm saying? This shit word them out. But if, if you ain't see it, you ain't see if it. If we you know had social media then. What? Man, what? Boy. But guess what? Good thing is, got the videos, and it wasn't just us. Like nigga, when we throwing parties and shit, the hood DVD niggas, remember the hood? Of course, like, hell yeah. Oh, them niggas had smack and all that, but we had all the hood, had the hood underground DVDs. and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Niggas used to pull up on us and capture that shit. So that's how you see me on the mic, nigga, and Meech walk in with the big fur motherfucker on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But um. Pastor Troy, I, man, all the old footage we got that shit, man. But that was a good time, you know what I'm saying? And when niggas, niggas got on, niggas got on because they was really grinding, yeah, really at the radio station, battle rapping niggas in the back. Like nigga, we was at the radio station with Coco Brother, nigga. When he sent Ty One down there for the freestyle battles, and we, we the judges in the back, in the in the back parking lot of the goddamn uh, Radio One shit. 
We down there listening to these niggas rap. And a lot of them niggas end up being niggas going on 106 Park and shit like that. So it's like, that was the grind. Niggas really at the radio station downstairs, 20 niggas deep, battling each other and shit to get upstairs. You know what I'm saying? But good old days, man. No social media. Wow. A lot of niggas can't see that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm just regurgitating this shit because I was there. You know what I'm saying? I seen it and I was right in the middle of that shit and being an influential motherfucker in it. You know what I'm saying? Facts. No, when, facts. When, when Gucci, uh, So Icy, became number one on the radio in Atlanta, nigga, I'm at the, I'm at the radio station with a little Scrappy breaking the record. And we the ones that told that nigga that he was number one. You know what I'm saying? I'm so Icy was number one. That nigga was so excited, going crazy. Like, all that footage, man. Got all that shit, man. But, um, they thought yeah. gonna be stupid. Yeah, it's gonna be dumb, man. It's gonna be dumb. We're gonna put that shit together for Schnarf, so. For sure. When did you start making the transition back heavy into the fitness part? So, um, doing what I was, uh, doing, like with the parties and shit, I took my money from the parties and I invested in the truck because I got, I was in the truck as like a helper for my uncle, right? So I was like, we was delivering appliances and delivering furniture and shit. Shouts out to Tracy. And, um, I'm like, shit, I want a contract. I'm hollering, at the, I'm hollering at the white boys and shit. They like, nigga, you got to be 23 to get this insurance. Mine, this is how young I was. I wasn't 23 yet. So I had to wait a whole another year. I'm like 21 and a half, whatever. So I worked with my uncle for about a year and a half. But um, through that, like I'm starting to look a certain way, delivery furniture and shit, right? My arms and shit getting big. I'm starting to look like something. So I'm like, shit. Nigga started looking like he was a fitness nigga, you know what I mean? But my wife, she ended up having my son and didn't drop that weight, you know what I'm saying? And she was start, she hired a trainer and got in the gym, and that shit forced me to get in the gym, too, on top of the shit I was already doing. So, nigga, I'm walking around this motherfucker huge, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm walking around this motherfucker huge, and niggas asked me to train him and all that old shit. And eventually, um, fast forward, the opportunity presented itself for me to buy a, a gym. Um, Universal Fitness nigga named KB, uh, rest in peace to him. He passed away. And his partner, I don't know if you know P. Rowe, Westside. So P. Rowe. That's, yeah. that's how I know you very well. So me and P. Rowe got damn Link and Travis, uh, Travis Harrison, Travis, uh, yeah, piped sure. the gym up and shit, man. And from there, you know what I mean? That's what that's what really took took off. But the crazy thing is, part of that story, I, I tell this shit so much, but it's different platforms, I got to say it. Um, when I was in the truck and I'm making six figures, I'm making $2,500 a week, $3,000 a week, shit like that, right? I get into this fitness shit. I got me, Travis, and P-Roll splitting the money. So I'm making my $500 a week as opposed to $25. But it got to a point where the people on the truck like, hey, man, these niggas ain't running your truck right. Your ass ain't in here Monday, nigga. You can cancel this contract. You know what I'm saying? So I had to tell my wife, like, well, I don't want to go back to that doc. I want to do this fitness shit because I think I'm dope enough to pipe this shit up. You know what I'm saying? So it got to a point in my household where I had to sit my wife down like that big-ass S550 Mercedes. That shit got to go back. I'm going to get my mama truck that's sitting in the back, dust that bitch off and dry that. Rolex got to go. You know what I mean? My Brightling got to go. Like, I got to sell shit, get rid of shit. House might go. But I'm like, this is it. You know what I'm saying? So to anybody watching this shit, man, you know, niggas want to figure out what their passion is. I pick passion over paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Like mm, I could have, I could have went the route of, you know, the safe route and keep getting this paper, but I just knew that I was dope enough in this shit right here. And a lot of people have a problem finding what their passion is, and they think it's whatever makes the most money. And I thought that too. 
but your passion is the one thing that you can't wait to wake up and go do, right? If every job paid $10 an hour, what job would you wake up and go do every goddamn morning with a smile on your face? That's your passion, you know what I'm saying? And I couldn't wait to get to the gym and whoop before ass. I couldn't wait to get to the gym and train, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, this what it is. So got into the training shit, you know what I'm saying? Went a whole year, thugged it out. And uh, my first year of training, this the, this the flip side to the shit. My first year of training, I made like $25,000 that whole year, 2015. By 2016, I was making $25,000 a week. You know what I'm saying? Shit, man. So sometimes if you don't chase the money, that shouldn't chase you. You know what I'm saying? If you work with integrity, if you work with a piece of money, if, if, you, if motherfuckers know that you not hunting them down for money and shit, I call a girl, hey, man, where you at? Where you ass? Oh, man, I don't get paid to my money. Fuck, man, bring your ass to the gym. See you tomorrow, click. You know what I'm saying? Pay me when you get it. But I had that attitude, I had that, you know what I'm saying? And I, like I said, I operated with integrity. And man, before you know it, motherfuckers start coming to me. You know what I'm saying? And I started training the influence of girls, you know what I'm saying? Which led to me training they niggas, which got me in the house with Rick Ross. And I'm training goddamn DJ Drama. I'm training all these niggas. And, and she just phew, took my business to the next level. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I jumped on the internet with my online program. And that's what really took it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? The online program? Online program. Ain't nothing like internet money. You know what I'm saying? Especially internet digital money. You know what I'm saying? I can only train 100 motherfuckers in person. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But on the internet, I got uh, uh, 30,000 motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And I got a real low price you know, for my online program. So it's called X28. It's like a title tape. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like the old DVDs that you watch. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This shit just on you know, the internet. So you press play, nigga. I give you a 30-minute workout for 28 days. And I got motherfuckers down 100 pounds and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jocelyn Hernandez was our, our third business partner, me and my partner G. And uh, when we put Jocelyn on, that's what really took it to the next level. I remember the video. You know so she took <laughs> I it remember the video. Out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> out of here. But again, that's just the wheeling and dealing. I'm training Jocelyn because P-Row brought her. You know what I'm saying? And by the bing, by the boom, nigga, it's up. I presented her with that business. You know what I'm saying? Never went to a birthday party. Never went to... Club, man, we going to the club, come in the section. I never did none of that shit. First time we got there, I saw each other outside the gym. Nigga was lawyers and paperwork. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bought my paper. So we signed that deal, and it's so crazy because um, my partner came to me. He was like, hey, man, I'm making $4,000 by myself. He was like, nigga, together, I know we can make $8,000 this month, right? I'm like, shit, nigga, I'm making $2,000 a week. I mean, $2,000 a month now? Hell yeah. I need an extra phone. You know what I'm saying? Put me down. So we did the shit, nigga. First month, 8,000. Second month, 12,000. Next month, 19,000. And next month, 36,000. We growing by 50% each month, right? Mm. This one, I hit Jocelyn with this shit. We already growing. My nigga come through. This one, he was paying me with the little zip, um, the leather goddamn chase bag and shit. <laughs> we paying the cash. And he paid me in front of Jocelyn one time. I pulled that shit out. She's like, what the fuck you got going on? All this fitness shit. You know what I'm saying? And she already wanted to do like a, a mommy Mommy and daughter DVD shit, because I trained her through a pregnancy and shit. Um, I was like, man, shit, we sit down and talk. Sat down and talk, eat the deal. Told her we was projected to make 45000 the next month. And if we do that, we can, we can talk business. So kind of put it like on a 60-day contract or whatever. Man, that next month, we get 66000 instead of forty five. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And after that, nigga, we hit, after 66000 we hit 120000 This is 28 days. You know what I'm saying? $120,000. Ever, ever, and after that, nigga, we never went on a hunt. You know what I'm saying? So, 
that digital product is a motherfucker. It comes with influencer marketing. You know what I'm saying? If y'all don't know what that means, that means I got Jocelyn. I got Jocelyn's audience, and I push my product to our audience. You know what I'm saying? Um, paid advertisement with the shade room. Paid them that $2,000 um, twice a month. You know what I'm saying? To put my shit up. Now my business page growing like hell because folks is like, oh, they see me going out the pictures and they going over there. They see Jocelyn working out, they going over there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we doing shit like that. But that's when I when I do my financial literacy and shit like that. When I'm teaching, I'm showing niggas how to get the bag online. I'm gonna tell you what I think too, though. All this, all this is is the business part of it. You need that, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna tell you why you winning. It's because you always been real and authentic. Mm-hmm. Like you say, you told the girl, I "Ain't getting paid now. Come on." She, you just told me probably bring bring your ass up here, man. You need to get that. Yeah, come on, come on up here. Like, I lost what 15 pounds in two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. I lost 15 pounds in two weeks up that motherfucker. Sure. You see what I'm saying? Being real like that is what's going to make them blessings flush. Why, when you be like, damn, how this shit just going like that? Mm-hmm. Bro, it's when I tell people the best thing that you can have is character, dog. Yeah, that's, it's, that's the best thing you can have, dog, is character, dog. Yep. If you create good character and you put some ambition on that character, dog, mm-hmm. it, man, God going to bless you. He, he going to motherfucking bless you, dog. It ain't in it no way. And I don't see, I don't see every fucking body. Like that when you were saying like yeah I trained this and you no know, trains no for you they and they husband some influence nigga 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 fuck that I seen all the rap niggas in that bitch yeah, yeah, I sure. seen all the NFL niggas mm-hmm. training that bitch I seen all the trainers train all the niggas who train the niggas that you like to see. All them niggas in that bitch not one or two of the motherfuckers everybody help this nigga this yeah, nigga yeah. I'm like the fuck then I find then they was like yeah uh, Piro don't be it I was like. Shit, man. I, but I was just like, I ain't gonna fuck with no gym shit. I was like, I ain't gonna fuck with no goddamn gym <laughs> yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? So then what the first thing that happened was is uh, as soon as you got the loft, mm-hmm. Batman was like, man, bring your ass come work out in the morning, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, bro, I'm gonna come work out with you in the morning, bro. Shout out to Batman. Shout out to Batman. I came <laughs> with that motherfucker. I was like, that motherfucker, all right, this is nice. Like, when you think of gyms, gyms, I think me are predicated on vibe. Alone, period. Yeah. Everybody got mirrors. Everybody got weights. Yeah. Everybody got music. Yeah. What, what's the vibe like? Yeah. The, nigga, that vibe, the vibe of that motherfuckers, it's just so player. And then not just the vibe of the player vibe. Everybody in that bitch working, though. Oh. Ain't no half-ass. Yeah. Ain't no play-play. Like, yeah. niggas is really fucking working. Thanks. Like And then what I like, too, is, like, people are self-driven. So when you and that motherfucker going, you get tired, you look over there, and you see a girl over there, she might be 260. Come on. She working. You like, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like it was one girl in there. She say, I, I, since I've been up here, I dropped a, what, 100 pounds? Mm-hmm. She said, I dropped 100 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That shit contagious, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That energy contagious. Everybody, all the trainers in that motherfucker. The way they train, the way they talk to people, the energy, bro, that shit's contagious. And this is not, nigga, I came every day for two weeks, and it was the same energy every day for two weeks. Nigga, that shit hard, nigga. Mm. Nigga, that shit, nigga, the, for everybody to have the same energy mm. every day, dog, all day long, it's hard, bro. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I think the energy, bro, is what mm-hmm. attract all the other That's stuff. That's a fact. Your passion, your morals, mm-hmm. your character, 
your ambition. Yeah. Like, see, sometimes they got one or two on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When, when all the motherfuckers are lined out, mm-hmm. it's nothing, nothing, but, nothing but great things and blessings that's going to come. That's a fact. How did you end up getting into the entrepreneur as far as the housing and the trucking and all that shit, too? So, like I was telling bruh, I got two sets of friends, you know what I'm saying? I got the Candle Road niggas, you know what I'm saying? I got my, you know, I got my family, you know, the goons over there on Jonesboro Road, you know what I'm saying? I got I got a couple different sets of friends and shit, but then I got my financial literate, you know, I got my niggas who trying to get, trying to, trying to learn, you know what I'm saying? And before we became you know, information entrepreneurs, before we start teaching niggas, we were learning. You know what I'm saying? So we go into these conferences. I'm paying $2,000 to go sit in the room, listen to Grant Cardone speak. You know what I'm saying? We paying to hear uh, Eric Thomas speak, shit like that. And I'm running into the same niggas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, after a while, I was just like, what's up, bro? You know, we the only niggas look like us in that bitch. What's up, bro? What's, oh, you live in Atlanta too? You know, it was some of that type shit. So from there, you know, I always tell people, you're a product of the people you place in your presence, right? And that's true. So when my niggas is starting new businesses and my niggas doing this shit right here, hey, take me with you. Let me go to that meet. Let me sit in with you. Let me listen. You know what I'm saying? Let me see what the fuck going on. So that's how that shit started. You know what I'm saying? And um, as far as, like, the courses and shit like that, teaching, all my niggas had courses and they teaching people how to make money. And I'm like, nigga, I do fitness, nigga. He's like, yeah, bro, but you got Airbnbs, you got... Cars and Toro, you know, you got shit going on. He was like, it's my nigga Neil. He like, bruh, you pulled your family out of out of the out of the hole. He was like, won't you help the next man do that? You don't think that's selfish? And when a nigga put it like that, that's when a light bulb went in my head, like, damn, I gotta sit here and think of what could I teach a regular nigga to do with some paper. You know what I'm saying? And I came over with this course called 4K Pathway, right? 4K University now, and the 4K is making money with $4,000 or less, right? And I, I want to do my shit like that because of where I'm from and my people, who I'm going to reach, you know what I'm saying? And um, I had two examples. First example, my door girl at the gym, she wanted an Airbnb. She asked me for $3,000. I'm like, how much is the shit? She's like, it's $3,000. like, I ain't give you the whole three. I give you half, you know what I'm saying? So I gave her 1500 on the 3000 right? She took my fifteen hundred, paid the first month rent. She took her credit card, swiped another seventeen hundred to furnish that bitch, and she got an Airbnb. And before you know it, she had three of them motherfuckers off that fifteen hundred dollar loan I gave her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, you know, and I'm like, shit, give me one. You know, we we, we did willing and dealing like that. Another example, that's just on the Airbnb side. On the Toro side, my brother come home from jail, and you know this nigga. Want some money for a car. Get a nigga some paper for a car. But I'm still taking this nigga to his appointments. I'm like, what the fuck that car? You bought a limit? He's like, nah, I'm going to put that shit on Toro. What the fuck is Toro? Nigga, like, nigga, it's like a rental car company. You know what I'm saying? You put the cars on that motherfucker, you know, personal cars, and you rent them. I said, how much you rent it for? He's like, $40 a day. I laughed, but I thought about it. I'm like, damn, that's about $1,200 a month. This nigga at home with a, on house arrest. You know what I'm saying? So he took that little $4,000 I gave him. Bought a car cash and start making money, right? And before you know it, this nigga saved up five thousand dollars in about five four months. He took that five thousand dollars, went back to the lot, and instead of buying one more car, this nigga put a thousand dollars on four more cars. Now this nigga got a fleet. He got six goddamn cars off that first four thousand dollar loan I gave the nigga. Now mind you, he a dope boy, but 
you know, so his mind already working like that, but he gave me the idea to, to crank up the Toro shit. So in my course, it's Airbnb, Toro, and credit repair. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So my nigga, him 500, just loaned me his course to put inside my shit just to strengthen it up because niggas ain't know how to get their credit to go qualify for shit. So anyway, long story short, I got those three things in my course, man, and I put that shit on sale because one thing about it, niggas always ask me, hey, bro, I want to fuck with the, hey, bro, teach me, show me. That. Buy this, nigga. Hey, man, Robert Kiyosaki wrote Rich Dad and Poor Dad one time. He ain't walking around telling motherfuckers how to flip houses. He wrote the book one time. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's the second half of why you would put a, a course together. You know what I'm saying? Like, you tired of repeating the shit. You know what I mean? So I put that course out, man. And my classmates, girl, you know, just right after the pandemic, people working from home, car sitting in the driveway. She ain't got no money to go buy no car for the shit. She bought a course. She put her car on fucking Toro. She making extra $2,200 a month with her car. Her husband's like, shit, now we finna go get another one. Now she making $4,000 matching her salary. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are just some of the examples. I got one girl bought a Airbnb, put that shit in Buckhead, 400, what was it, 400, 405 a night. And, you know, she made it like a theme, Airbnb, 400 a night. She making $8,000 from that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So mm. these are some of the examples of when, I, when, I'm, when, when somebody lose weight with me, they be like, boy, I lost some weight with you. Da, da, da. When nigga provide, put food on their table, it's hugs. It's boy, look, I fuck with you. Let me get a picture with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's a different level. You know what I'm saying? And all my niggas doing that. We got trucking courses. We got event space courses. We got, we teaching niggas how to, you know, go get funding. Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, together, me and my five, four niggas, we have this group called Circle of CEOs. And the Circle of CEOs, we really just started by doing shit in the hood, on some Robin Hood shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Thanksgiving a couple years back, we went to Kroger, right? And we just went in that bitch, took over every register, right? Went, literally took over every register. We bagging groceries and everything. We hollered at the manager like, look, we finna pay for everybody groceries. So they ringing up these goddamn groceries, and we just swiped that shit, you know what I'm saying? My nigga got a line, he got a line, he got a line. We on IG Live, like, nigga, we right here. I remember that shit. Third, you know what I'm saying? Everybody in that motherfucker, that shit, like, pandemonium. Niggas got their carts, but we, like, fill that shit up. You know what I'm saying? We got grandma, grandmas that got cans of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, a couple little items that they can put together for Thanksgiving. They see us in that motherfucker. I'm like, man, put that shit down. Go get you a cart. Grandma cart full of shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, that shit just, like, piped us up. And what ended up happening is Shade Room picked the shit up. And from Shade Room picking up, all the news picked it up. And then the shit ended up going to CNN. And them niggas like, all right, so who are y'all? I'm like, shit, Jason, Alex, Marcus, Neo, Justin. They're like, who, who are y'all? That's why we had to put a name around that shit because it became a thing. Just doing good, you know, just being some decent niggas. You know what I'm saying? And, um, man, from there, you know, we take over gas stations all the time. You know what I'm saying? We get on IG Live. Hey, man, we right here at the Howell Mill on, on, on got that, you know, the quick trip on Howell Mill. Shut that bitch down. Paying for everybody gas. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got wind at a school. WD Muhammad shots out to them. Basketball team, nice, right? But some of the players missing games and shit because them niggas ain't got no bus. They driving, Uber and shit. They ain't got no money for Uber. They can't fit all fit in the car. They got games across town and shit. So the shit jumped on my desk. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit, what they need? Put me in touch with the coach. I need a bus, man. I need some shit. Seat 15 kids, you know what I'm saying? Two coaches with her. All right, cool. Took it back to my niggas. 
Man, we rapped that bitch. W.D. Muhammad, you know what I'm saying? Got it real player for him. For sure. And had yeah. like a, you know, had like a, on some fake career day shit. You know, got pieces and lunch. The CEO's going to come talk to y'all. We talking to him and shit. Before you know it, the bus just come out. They like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Bus pull up. News crew out there, all that. But, like I say, these are just some of the things that we just, you know what I'm saying? Like, Zone 6, East Atlanta. That's, you know, my, mm-hmm. I want to pick a school for in sure. my neighborhood. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Build so, that up, my community. Yeah, yeah. You know, you start, I, I, a lot of people ask me, I, and I, this one, that's just my feeling. Mm-hmm. It's okay to spend money to help other people. Mm-hmm. But I, me personally, I feel like if, the, if everything around where you grew up at and your community ain't built up, why go out? You know what I'm saying? Build your build your build your shit up. Yeah, sure. You see what I'm saying? And if the next community ain't getting built up, then the pressure that you putting on what you doing for your community shit inspire another nigga to be like, boy, come on, hey boy, what y'all doing? Let me the same thing like you said. Yeah. Well, let me sit in this room. Let me figure out so I can take this over here for with sure. my people yep. and do the same thing. Yep. You see what I'm saying? I don't think it's enough. I don't. It, I know for a fact it's not enough black men who stick together who mm-hmm. teach. That's a fact. It ain't. It ain't, it ain't man. Nah, bro. They, niggas look at us like we. Some new shit, like, God damn, how y'all niggas still, you know what I mean? It's two years later. Y'all niggas still, but guess what? Before my nigga bought a private jet, before my other nigga bought Rolls Royce and his nigga bought, guess what? Niggas was in motherfucking Nissan's. Niggas had Benz's, you know what I'm saying? But niggas weren't at that level yet, you know what I'm saying? But we still was decent niggas. We still was doing shit, shutting down grocery stuff. We still were doing shit like that. Book bad drive, shoot, you know, it was at a certain, a, a different level, but we just pouring into our community, you know what I'm saying? So, that's it's so crazy. I told the story. Um, I think I'm at the gas station one time, right? Mm-hmm. And my fucking tire flat, like my shit going flat. I'm like, fuck, I gotta stop right off here on Boulevard. I'm in my Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit. I go there, motherfucker, and I'm thinking I can swipe my card. Which got long story short, I had to go get some change inside the, inside the gas station. Pull the dollar out, go get some change. It's ten niggas out there, goons. You know what I'm saying? I know them niggas laying on me. I'm like. I'm strapped, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be what it's going to be. But I had to put the air in my tire. I went in the gas station, came out, and put the air in my tire. I see these niggas walking toward me and shit. And was like, hey, bro, what's your name? I'm like, shit, Jason Duran? Like, Lawdell? Like, yeah. He said, man, you don't even remember this shit, man. But when I was in sixth grade, nigga talking about this book bad drive where we gave the nigga shoes and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? These wow. same nigga looking at me like, I'm pray. But it was one nigga in that in that little bunch that's like, hold up, I think I know Cub. My father, I think he a decent nigga. You know, I think you know what I mean. So shit, come back ten years later. For sure, you know for saying? sure. That's how that shit be. Nah, for it sure. It ain't for what sure. we do it for, but that's how shit really be lining up. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for sure, for sure. Another thing I want to ask you too that I think is very important with black men, especially mm-hmm. people who come from where we come from, your relationship with your wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To see how y'all do things together, how y'all build together. Like it, you know, like a lot of a lot of people look at me and my wife and be like, "Well, y'all, y'all got them." I be like, "Shit, but them niggas got them, but baby, you see, got look at them, boy, shit, we got." You see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Can you kind of tell you know, tell people like how important it is to have, you know what I'm saying, that backbone with you? Yeah, man. So like me and my wife, like I we start we start trying to do shit. Like our, our relationship start really getting strong when we start. Finding hobbies together, you know what I'm saying, and going to the gym was one of them. You know what I mean, and in that little time, we we ain't talking about marriage shit. You know what I'm saying? We just in that bitch trying to get better, healthier, and shit like that. You know what I mean? But from there, we started doing little shit together, like 
you and your old lady, you know what I'm saying? Like the podcast. Like, nigga, we started doing um like anything I had going on. I'm selling CDs, you know what I'm saying? Man, take these motherfuckers to work. Now we got them breaking bread. You know what I'm saying? And I got a hobby with my wife. We getting money together and shit like that. So we always kind of, well, we learned that shit early on. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas lay up in bed with a motherfucker, and they don't be wanting their old lady to know how much paper they making and shit like that. But, nigga, she the biggest asset. You know what I'm saying? Show for sure. I see all the time. Like, you look at, like, my, my nephew just passed away. I just buried my nephew three weeks ago, right? That nigga Old lady, the only one, like, not the only one, but she going super duper hard. She always at the gravesite. This nigga ain't been dead 21 days. But I just look at how females just really be the one. When niggas go to jail, look at Casanova. Like, look, look at look at the the examples that we have. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, your old lady going to hold you down for anything. For sure, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? Unconditionally. So I think the faster niggas understand that, faster niggas be like, you know what? Let me break bread. Let me push out. You know what I mean? And. Like I say, my my gym, she got the biggest class at my gym. You know what I'm saying? My online program, she got a booty program of that motherfucker. That shit make the second my money on, on my program. I do these financial literacy conferences and shit. She on stage with me talking about her e-commerce and shit. You know what I'm saying? She's just such an asset to me. But it started from fucking slanging CDs. I used to go goddamn get shirts and shit. You know what I mean? Sell motherfucking shirts. Like whatever I had going on. She had it going on, too, because I put her in my business. You know what I'm saying? And that's just always how I've been. You know what I'm saying? And that shit just draws closer. And then about the bunny. You know what I'm saying? This is dead-ass broke. You know what I'm saying? This when I'm drinking Smirnoff ice in the living room type shit. Like, goddamn, we done made $60 a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go get us a drink. You know what I mean? That type shit. But, you know, it started that level. But it can build if you just, you know what I'm saying? That's your, that's your life partner. That's the motherfucker you with the most. Talk about some goals. Write that shit down. You know what I'm saying? A goal without deadline is simply dreams. We write down our motherfucking goals, nigga, with a date. Like, we got to catch this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? We got two weeks before this shit. Dream catching. Come on, man. We got them <laughs> running and gunning together. You know what I'm saying? They say you want to go goddamn fast, go by yourself. You want to go far, go together. You know what I'm saying? Touch again for the people in the goddamn back, dog. Hey, you talking about? If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. You know what yeah, you talking about nah, for real, for real, man. What else you got coming on, dog? Man, so like I said, we just had our financial literacy cons- conference, man, and that's just kind of like what we zone mentorships and shit. My wife actually did a conference. Um, I just think teaching. You know what I'm saying? One thing about our community when shit, I, I ain't gonna say sound too good, but we so goddamn skeptical, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of scammy bullshit out there and all that, but I'm like, what? If we can catch on like these white boys. These niggas be having conferences, bro. Yeah. Yo, I'm at the conference, nigga. I'm at the Click Funnel conference down in, or- in Orlando. It's 3,000 white motherfuckers. My black ass in there getting a, a plaque for making a million dollars through their program. You know what I'm saying? I got on a BMF shirt. You know what I'm saying? I'm really trying to be the, the nigga nigga example. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, God damn, this nigga can do it. You know I, know I know I can I motherfucking I can do, do it. it. So I got to be that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at, look at me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I look like, just like y'all. Thanks. Do this shit. You know what I'm saying? But... At some point, you know, I used to have a saying, like, nigga, give me 1% of your trust, I'll earn the other 99. You know what I'm saying? Give me 1% of your trust, I'm going to earn the other 99. God damn, we got to start. Somewhere. Somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And, like, bro was telling me, you know, even with the financial literacy shit, he like, hey, man, you know, my, my partners won't come. Nigga, go meet you some new niggas. The new niggas I'm with, I ain't got to convince them to go goddamn put in on this, this business idea. I don't have to convince these niggas to go buy this plot of land with me. Let's start this truck. Let's... 
I don't have to convince these niggas. Your partners that you grew up with and shit, it's a lot of convincing. And that gets tiring. Go up in that motherfucker by yourself and shake some new hands. Go meet some new people. You know what I'm saying? And that's my advice to any nigga who feel like he's stuck because his partner them, his girl them, all that shit. There's plenty of shit I want to do even my old lady. But I don't think you should do that. But nigga, do it. If it's in your heart, do that shit. And then go back and get everybody later on. You know what I'm saying? Nah, oh, for sure, for sure, man. Tell everybody where they can follow you at, dog. Mr. Two Weeks Out on Instagram. The Loft Atlanta is my, um, my gems, IG. Um, eleven twenty two old Chattahoochee. That's where we at, man. Pull up. They got good smoothies too. I ain't gonna Come lie. Come on, man. Shout out to You know what I'm saying? Like the perfect smoothies, for real. See balls, everything. And we at, man. I just want to tell everybody, man. Listen, chase your dreams, or end up working for the nigga who chased his. Say it one more time. Hmm. Chase your dreams, or end up working for the nigga who chased his. That's it. All I got. And you already know this your boy Pale live in Digital House Studio, and we in the apartment with Pale. Meet me in apartments.